alaikum, you guys. My name is Raida. And my name is Lama. And since you guys loved our first episode about the hijab, we made a part two. And today we are joined by Aya, who is actually a new hijabi. Assalamu alaikum, bismillah rahman rahim. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited to talk about how I decided to wear hijab. Um, it was actually like, I never thought of hijab as like, I'm sorry, I know it's going to sound mean or something, but I never like looked at a person. I was like, oh, she's a hijabi. She's not a hijabi. I just looked at us as all Muslims. You know, I didn't care so much about hijab and I didn't think it was like this beautiful thing, you know? It was just like, oh, she's a hijabi, you know, she's a regular person, she's not a hijabi. But I did look at hijabis as like this perfect human being, you know, she has to be perfect to wear the hijab. That's what made me like wait so long to wear hijab. Like I just started wearing hijab like five min- months ago when I was 20. I wish I wore it like earlier, but I didn't look at like hijabis have to be perfect you know you can't wear a t-shirt with your hijab you can't be a part-time hijabi you not you know like you can't be like in places muslims still go to bars but when they see a hijabi in a bar they freak out like god is not gonna be like um girl you should not be at a bar because you're a hijabi and another muslim girl you're gonna be like yeah that's okay you know like we all should not be there because we spoke about this yesterday regarding the whole like um muslim girls going to a bar like it doesn't matter if you're a hijab or not but um fun fact you guys uh so aya wore the hijab literally a week or two before me and we didn't even yeah, know that we both, yeah we didn't even know that we both get away the hijab at the exact same like month no way yeah so yeah that's crazy so we're gonna have a one-year party yes definitely. <laughs> you come here and we'll do a one-year party we should do like a hijabi cake like like a cake with the hijab that'd be so cute okay Aya, so um what does the hijab mean to you so like before you put on the hijab or i feel you can talk about you before and after um when you wear the hijab kind of like what made you wear it if you have like a particular reason to or it just happened at the moment and then like after wearing the hijab what did it change like did your perspective change okay so before wearing the hijab i thought of like everybody that wears the hijab they have to be perfect they should be like following the sunnah perfectly like no mistake like a hijabi should make no mistake you know and it's like i just found out that it's a fart and when i started thinking of hijab as a fart that's what made me put it you know my family were like don't wear the hijab because you don't pray on time you don't pray all the time and now I pray because of my hijab. Like, I'm like, yo, uh-huh. I got to get these points, you know? I got to get these points. And now it's just like, it's like a loan, you know? Like, you have to take all these hasanat. Yeah, hijab is like, now how I think of it, it's like a protection. When you go out and people see you, they know that you're a Muslim, you know? And you represent the Islam. And I know, like, you should be, like, doing good things with your hijab, but it doesn't mean you have to be perfect, you know? There's so many good things about the hijab other than a protection, you know, like now when I go out, even like Americans, like guys, like they have so much respect for me. SubhanAllah, that in our countries, for example, I'm from Morocco, you know, I went out 
with the abaya ones, like the way they look at hijabis in other countries, like they don't give them respect the same as in here in America. I know mm-hmm. for me, like, um, and we all, uh, all three of us live in two like different Middle Eastern countries. For me, I live in Libya, which is North Africa. I know that even it's predominantly all hijabis. There is a difference between wearing the hijab in America because again, there's so many different cultures and so many diversity here regarding than in Libya or like in the Middle Eastern country. Then I would say like the men or just like the people in general, they won't treat you any different because you're hijabi. They, you just wear a hijab. That's all they're going to say, you know? Like it doesn't change who you are. But when, when you're in America and people see that you wear a hijab they have that mindset of oh i should respect her i should be aware that she is a hijab like, it gives you yeah. it gives you boundaries without you having to like actually explain tell it them. Yeah. yeah exactly and i love that yeah you know, you know and yeah i you were talking about how with the hijab you had this idea that like i have to be perfect before i can wear it and we were touching on that with thea as well where like a lot of people even like people that don't wear the hijab or maybe muslim men that think okay well she's a hijabi then she has to be perfect and like if they see us you know maybe like showing a bit of hair or like maybe you don't pray all your prayers on time like whatever it is suddenly it's like a shame to to the hijab but I think like that's such a harmful narrative to put around the hijab because then it scares people away from the hijab so I think it's so important for us to to be out here and like like of course still try to be the best Muslims we can be but but having that that false narrative of like you can't wear it unless you're perfect that's really harmful so I'm really glad you touched on that and I guess that's the oh go ahead I did not want to be a part-time hijabi but I was forced to become a part-time hijabi (laughs) listen this is Mm -hmm. funny I went to the beach and I was like this is my first time wearing like a burkini you know to the to the beach so it was like kind of awkward at first but I really love it it's way better to like wear a bikini in the beach than a swimsuit you're just comfortable and confident so Mm -hmm. i went to the beach and there was like this big wave and it came in and i lost my hijab (laughs) i've heard i've heard from californians themselves that there is like such a thing as like a hope uh islamophobic wind it's so like it's really hard wind and it's just like if you're wearing like a chiffon hijab, I mean, bro, like rest in peace, my dog. Like it's not gonna. Yeah. Go. No, I, I couldn't find it, so I didn't have my hijab for half a day. Yeah. And everybody that saw me going to the beach with that hijab saw me with it. You said everybody gets a free look. <laughs> yeah, that day you were a part-time hijabi. So Say good. no more mahjong for this hair. Oh, I I also want to know that um. So when I wore the hijab, how hard was it for you to delete your pictures? I don't know one time you asked me to delete one of your pictures without the hijab. And I did it. Like, how hard was it for you to... Thank you so much. Yeah, how hard is it for you to erase all of those pictures? And Yeah, alhamdulillah, I'm like, I was always super confident in myself and the way I looked. Like, I know, like, looked at myself as, like, this beautiful person, you know? When I look at myself, I'm, like, beautiful, you know? As you should. And people always tell me. When I started wearing the hijab, I was like, wait I'm I'm more beautiful like it makes you more confident you know you're like you're hiding they say your beauty is your hair like 50% of your hair is your beauty and so like hiding my hair and I'm I'm still beautiful I was just like yo look at this so many hijabis as you should Uh I know so many hijabis that like okay listen there is a thing like when I see a hijabi girl 
that I've never seen her hair and then she just takes off the hijab in front of me one time I'm like your man's gonna be blessed you are a beautiful woman inside and out like with the hijab and without like you can look good if you look good with the hijab and look good without the hijab like that's game over that's literally an accomplishment I know <laughs> I know and that's the thing and so hijab really enhances yeah, your beauty like it actually. does I said how does it feel like when you tell your friends like to delete those pictures like were you upset was it hard for you to let them do that like what's your thoughts regarding that no wallahi you know i had three questions before wearing my hijab like i literally didn't think of hijab for long before i put it you know when i started thinking of hijab it was a friend that was talking to me um she was telling me how like when you go out do people think you're how do people know that you're muslim and i'm like but they don't have to know that i'm muslim but then i was like when I went home and started thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, they do. Like, being Muslim is such a flex, you know, right now. Like, be proud of it. (laughs) Yeah, and like, I meet so many people and they're like, oh my God, you're so nice and stuff. And then, and I'm like, wait, so if they know that I'm Muslim and they know that I'm nice, you know, they're gonna start thinking of Islam differently. So now that I put Mm -hmm. the hijab, everybody finds out that I'm Muslim. And then when I'm talking to them, they can start thinking, oh, what is she wearing? Why does she have a hijab on? They're going to go and Google these things and they're going to find out about Islam through you. So that's why like Muslim women, I feel like more people will like convert through Muslim women. That if that is, makes sense. Because that is so true. That is I, love so that. I never even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how what made me like wear the hijab, you know. And like yeah. I said, we're not going to be perfect, but they're going to see how you act with them, with other people, and then they're going to be more curious to learn about Islam. And I literally get so many... Go ahead. ahead. You go ahead. You're fine. I cut you off too many times. (laughs) I I literally get so many long messages from my friends from high school telling me, like, how I inspired them. And I'm like, yo, I don't want to... Here's the thing about me. I don't want to inspire girls to wear the hijab because I don't want to do put people on a certain level and they go and take off their hijab or they make things wrong. Then you're like, oh, she did it. Like, I started putting the hijab because of her. So if she takes it off, I can too, you know? You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. There's a difference between inspiring and, like um doing it for yourself because listen i can inspire someone to style their hijab a different way like if they're wearing a hijab i can show them how to do it a different way but for hijabis to be like oh she wore the hijab let me be like her no yeah you should not be doing that don't look on tiktoks and be like i'm gonna be this perfect muslim this tiktoker is doing don't ever think that someone Mm -hmm. is like because they have I don't know, like, because they have the recognition and they have these certain followers regarding who they are and representing themselves, don't ever put that as in you. Don't ever make yourself feel like that you have to be like them. It's really just how you feel and your connection to Allah. Like, that's how I wore the hijab, too. Like, it's my choice. It wasn't because, like, TikTok, yeah, it made me close to society. But it was really, like, at the end of the day, it was literally just my choice. Um, So, I did you order hijab? Did you order the hijabs like at the beginning? Like how, how, how was that? Okay. So, so what happened? Oh my God. You guys are asking like really good questions. So um, I woke up and I asked myself three questions before wearing the hijab, like the day I wore hijab and it was like work, what people will think of me. I, I was a server and I was like, what would people think of me at work? What would my friends think of me and then the other one I can't remember the other one but I'll tell you guys when I remember (laughs) 
but the first one was like work and i was like there's doctors mashallah there's engineers there's like models like all these like um successful people wearing hijab how am i a server and i'm not gonna wear the hijab you know and so i was like I can wear my hijab as a server too. So I was like, and then, you know, I don't need to keep this job. If this job is not going to be good to me, then I'm going to quit. And I'm going to find a job that's going to hire me because of my hijab. And alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, the risk that comes with hijab and the like many opportunities you get with the hijab, you would not get it without the hijab. Subhanallah, wallah, I feel like, I don't know, it's just like so many blessings. It gives me so much joy that you're like saying this. Like it makes me happy yeah yeah i'm so proud of you too. yeah like, so i like you said that you you grew up in an or i guess you grew up thinking that the hijab wasn't fun so did you grow up in an, an environment not around a lot of hijabis or like can no. you talk more about that yeah mm-hmm. my my mom doesn't wear the hijab i think she wore it for like three months when she was pregnant mm-hmm. with me so um yeah she does not wear it i have like eight aunts and they were forced actually to remove it three of them wore it in mm-hmm. canada and my mm-hmm. aunt like every time they go out there is something something happens about their hijab all the freaking time mm-hmm. and i also went to canada before wearing my hijab and i saw how much islamophobia there is especially in quebec mm, yeah it was quebec just is very, uh, you know yeah, uh, my grandma canada, went, by the way she lived okay, in canada for yeah quebec is bad quebec. yeah i just agreed with you quebec is really bad right and so my grandma went there once and they were walking like uh downtown or something and then someone came and started like cussing at them and he was talking in english and my family all speaks french so they didn't understand him and he spit on them on my grandma my grandma is like 75 years old like i if i was there oh man yeah that's ridiculous yeah so it was like you know and then like work and stuff they were forced to remove it because they can't keep their jobs and stuff it was just Mm -hmm. bad so it's like a fitna you know and that's one of the things i i pray for allah that america just stays like this like right now like i feel like we're very safe to go out with our hijab that's what made Mm -hmm. me like wear it and people are very nice i guess have you ever experienced islamophobia or so here's the thing when i went to work with my hijab the first day this guy came to me and he was like oh haha what are you hiding under your hijab a bomb and i was like can you come up with something funnier at least or something good like like mm, this is not a good this is not a great question yeah yeah like come up with something new like make me laugh maybe like (laughs) i can be funny (laughs) but that that's about it like that was the only thing and it's just like People that are not educated that are racist. So when you, if someone says something racist to you, you just know they're. They haven't you don't opened a website. They haven't opened a book. They haven't done all those things. Like exactly. I exactly. I haven't I haven't yet experienced Islamophobia. I just I just experienced. I yeah. Alhamdulillah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I have you been criticized when you wear the hijab on how you're supposed to wear it? Because for me, when I wore the hijab, you uh, both of you guys have seen, but like to the people. Um, I had little hairs like coming out just because I didn't listen. I can't cover my whole hair right away. That's something I kneel myself and I'm like, girl, if I cover my whole hair, I'm, I'm just going to feel like really insecure about myself. So let's just take it a step by step, you know, show a little hair and then start practicing without it. Does that make sense? I had mm-hmm. one girl and she like calls me 
in the middle of the day after I posted about me wearing a hijab and Lemma was I there remember too this. I and remember she literally this. was like hey like I love you so much but you're not wearing it correctly and blah 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 I literally just stood there with my phone and looked at Lemma and I was like okay thank you so much like I appreciate I appreciate the comment yeah advise me that I have an Arab mom my mom, my mom is a hijabi my aunts are hijabis my like all my families are hijabis I've seen what it's the correct way to wear hijab and I know mm-hmm. what I chose, you know, I know what I, what I'm doing and I know I'm going to improve on it. So next thing, you know, I literally made a, so, um, a post on Instagram and I said, guys, the way I'm wearing a hijab, I will never advise y'all to wear like what I'm doing. Like I never said this is the correct way to wear hijab. Do not ever mm-hmm. put me in a position that I'm portraying this as the perfect hijabi. But like later on, like everybody was super understanding. And honestly, like I didn't want people to like, um, understand what i'm going through it's just me my relationship with allah but i definitely want people to understand that like you cannot just go to someone and say you're not wearing it correctly i don't think that's the that's a great way to do it a better way is just text me and be like hey lovely like i love that you're wearing a hijab and all and if you need any help with like wearing it better and stuff like that i'm here for you that would be a better mm-hmm. way but instead of I like criticizing all, someone i think we all know how to wear the hijab perfectly it's mm-hmm. just hard you know like for example it's so right hard now, like we show a little bit of neck when we're not supposed to and it's gonna take a while you take baby steps you know you're not gonna start i mean i kind of started this like this perfect hijabi where i cover i always cover i guess all my hair but i, I still show my neck but um i always like it's gonna come times when you're gonna wear a t-shirt when you're gonna go to the beach you know like a long t-shirt up down to here but Mm -hmm. you can't be perfect it's a journey like our iman isn't always going to be high you know there's going to be days where it's going to be a little bit harder to be covering like every single hair or like wearing uh, you know abayas every day like it's really it's tough but I think the struggle is like what makes us get all these hasanat and like if there's anyone out there that's listening and is on the fence about wearing the hijab I think just do it and if you do it for the right reasons then you'll get the ajr inshallah and when you want to wear a hijab don't put it on the, the day of and be like i'm a hijabi now take little steps <laughs> yeah. buy hijabs start exploring start wearing modest clothes do that take baby if you don't if you don't always dress modest clothes maybe because of the family around and if you're not living in a muslim family too start buying some clothes that are modest see how you feel comfortable in see if you feel comfortable in wearing a hijab, uh, wearing the modest clothes then you can start building up to like those but here's the time. thing here's the thing i would only say i'm against you for like oh go ahead go because ahead. who t- how do you know you're gonna stay alive all these days till you become that perfect hijab mm-hmm. that's a good i think point. that's a great that's a great question for me too because when i before i wore the hijab i said Gita, how long are you going to be living in this life Allah Yadam, who knows? So I just yeah. I just started doing it for like two days and then I, I truly I that's my experience though. Like I can't put it on Well yeah, it's a hidayah. Subhanallah, when it comes, when that day is gonna come, it's gonna come. But take mm-hmm. it. Don't be like, eh, I don't know, no, nah, no. Nah. All the answers, all the questions you're gonna have, you're gonna answer no. You don't like friends, you don't care about those friends that only gonna be around you because you're not a hijabi. That means they're going to judge you, like, if you do something else, you know? Yeah. For example, let's talk Mm -hmm. about American friends. Oh, I'm going to lose my American friends. Okay, but do you really care about those American friends that don't care about your religion or are racist or Islamophobic? Mm -hmm. I know, like, like, right now, I have American friends that love me because of my hijab or are around me 
still with my hijab, you know? But the ones I lost, I'm okay to lose mm-hmm. them. I don't know if that made sense, but no, yeah. Yeah. It filters out the people in your life that you don't need in your life. Exactly. I, yeah, this is so cool to like hear about your experience. Because again, me and you, it's just unbelievable to me that me and you live in two different kind of ways of thinking. And like you have your own story and I have my own story and we wore it the exact same month. So that truly, like- yeah, that's <laughs> truly like, I was like, oh my God, another hijabi who wore hijab. Finally, like I've been waiting for this moment to insist on whatever. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, when I wore the hijab, I never told you why I wore the hijab. But let me know because of the first guest. Um, I wore the hijab because I've been thinking about it for a while too. And you saw, and you, I, you've seen me like I dress modestly. Like I don't, I don't wear too many like cleavage clothes unless I'm at a, like a Muslim party with moms and all maybe. But like anything <laughs> else, I dress really modestly. So um, when my grandfather passed away that day, I received my package for my hijabs. From, uh, from AliExpress. Imagine, mm-hmm. I prayed Fajr and then like the, the evening of, like I was like, Allah, is there any like any sign that you want to give me to like improve myself, like my deen and just like, you know, improve my relationship with every with everybody. Next thing you know, my AliExpress shipping came. Do you know how long AliExpress shipping comes? 30 days. I did, not, I did not remember my shipping after five days of ordering. Like I would not remember when I'm going to get it. So it just came in and I was like, you know what? Put it on. That's a sign. <laughs> like try to do that's it, it. Subhanallah. Yeah. that's kind of where, like where it started and then the rest is history i'm so happy for you well like i said it's a hidaya. like when it comes it just comes and you have to mm-hmm. go with it don't be saying oh no 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 maybe next year oh i have to finish college or i have to finish high school because they're gonna bully me in high school yeah. which i understand but they're gonna bully you no matter what like let's say like yes. right now i can't Mm-hmm. I can't remove my accent. People still know that I'm not American. You know, I was born mm-hmm. here, but people will still, like, people still going to be racist to you. They're going to find the smallest reason to be racist to you. With your hijab, without the hijab, even if you try to blend in. You, you know? can't please everybody, regardless of what you do to yourself. That's the thing. The person who will not accept the way you change and the way you evolve is just the person that does not want you to succeed. And if they don't exactly. want to see that, then all you got to do, you know, wave okay and goodbye AA. Like, yeah. That's what you got to do. Like, um, h- how many friends have you uh, lost throughout your journey, though? I don't think, alhamdulillah, I always chose, like, good friends, you know? Always, like, my friends are more accepting of me for for all the things about me, like my accent, my skin color, you know? I'm Muslim, I'm Air- uh, Arab, <laughs> Arabized, you know, I'm Moroccan. Um, they yeah. accept, accepted me and everybody mm-hmm. knows that I'm Muslim because I have so much pride on me because I'm Muslim I, awesome. kid yes. I kid you not like even with me without wearing the hijab I always like on my uh, TikTok my Instagram my social media my school I would always mention that I'm Muslim I'm like yo dog I'm Muslim they're like really I'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yo I, I, I got that no, you're not Muslim. I'm like, yes, I am. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> you want to question my faith, dog? <laughs> I mean, so, that's Aya, one of the- was it was it like different for you, or did did anyone like in your family like 
find it weird that like you 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 wear the hijab and that your mom doesn't mm. everybody in my family called me and said um no you should think of it for so long don't just go ahead and wear it like you're gonna experience all these things i mean you know they're like you have to be a perfect muslim to start wearing mm-hmm. the hijab because they still think just like how i thought before wearing the hijab till this day they still think of like hijabis as perfect people Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. my mom was more like start praying then wear hijab i pray now and i wear my hijab i did them at the same time like it's not impossible like why do people make it so impossible for you to pray and wear the hijab at the same time or be perfect you can change yourself not in one day but you can start taking like steps and then you will change Mm -hmm. you know but if you're just like oh i don't pray and I don't wear my hijab, so I should not wear my hijab till I start praying. I feel like praying is easier when you wear the hijab because then it gives you a reason. Yeah. To I pray, um, you know? also want to say, like, the community that we are near with, like, again, we all three live in a very states that are very no. much... No, oh, you, not me. You live, you live in California now, right? So yeah, it's, alhamdulillah. It's, but so you, <laughs> is it actually, like, is the experience... Okay, so... <laughs> Go ahead. Talk about your experience. Well, you were with me with, in my stay before, and you've seen how predominantly white it is and how there is so much little representation of Muslims and how, like, I feel like none of the Muslim friends in my community have ever pushed me to Islam unless I finally, like took the time out of my day to just sit down mm. and reflect like it wasn't my family it wasn't my friends it was me and I thought mm-hmm. and when people think of the, the Muslim community like oh it should be pushing you for the better it should be pushing you for this personally my experience it has not done that for me but if it does like alhamdulillah you are surrounded by great people who influence you for the better for me it was not that great of experience um but what I was about to tell you guys um I feel like that uh well, I forgot. I lost my train of thought. You can go. Someone can go. <laughs> I think I think because I lived in Wisconsin and I there was just little representation of hijabis or like Muslim women, it pushed me more to wear my hijab because then I'm like, hey, they can start looking at Muslim people in the like the city. They're gonna be thinking, Oh, she's a Muslim. Let me see what does Islam talk about? What is why they wear a hijab, you know? And then like I said, people are more interested then when they see a hijab. Here are people are like educated in california there's like so many hijabis everywhere there's a lot of halal places 95 restaurants 95 halal uh-huh. restaurants right where i live like it's literally heaven alhamdulillah not heaven but you know what i'm saying like you feel like <laughs> yeah. you have a place that you belong to exactly mm-hmm. exactly you don't have to explain and yourself with- all the time wisconsin we have one restaurant one halal and I wish the restaurant was good enough. Like, I wish when it says, like, an out of restaurant that it will taste good, but it doesn't. It's not even, It's like, a Russian. Know. It's a Russian restaurant. Excuse me? Okay, Lama, do you have... Uh, tell us about your state as well. So, I'm, I'm kind of the opposite of you, Aya, where I used to live in a really liberal, like, big Muslim community in Canada. And then I moved here to Kentucky, where it's the opposite. It's, like, much smaller sometimes when I'm talking to non-Muslims I feel like I'm the first hijabi they've ever met and like it's kind of like such a big responsibility because I'm like well now I'm like representing Islam and like this might be these people's only 
outlet to Islam and like I have to be like like show them that I'm like normal I'm not some like alien that's like a shy oppressed girl you know like I can talk English I can work I can go to school and get a good education and things like that so it's kind of like it puts a responsibility on my back but at the same time I like it because I can show them that like we're normal people like we go out we have fun we have friends we you know what I mean like we're not just like whatever the media portrays and whatever stereotypes that they have yeah we eat in Ramadan (laughs) yeah we're not starving ourselves our next episode would definitely be talking about Ramadan struggles and what people always ask us because this because Ramadan I feel like that's when I that's when I mostly talk about Islam rather than any other month of the year yeah Yeah, like like we get all the attention you know yeah (laughs) and and like also like I feel like um I when you were in my state before like there was not that many like the modern generation today it gives me a lot of people keep saying like it gives you less hope that they're gonna be really good Muslims at the end of the day does that make sense like everybody's imperfect yes but it's like People are saying, I have no um, hope left for a better Ummah um, for this modern world. I don't know if you, Actually, if you guys heard about it. Yet. I, I don't believe that. You know, I feel like now ahead, people, yeah. that people like, okay, back home, literally, I was just like, whatever culture, you know, whatever they teach us in school about Islam. And then when I moved here to America, I did not have that culture image anymore. It's just like actual Islam. And now I got more deep into it. That when I talk to my friends from back home, we're like different. You know, we think different. Like I know here, I think because we have like more freedom, we're more able to talk about like even politics and stuff. And so it gives you like, you want to search more about Islam. So when people say, oh, this is bad, this is bad, Islam is bad, you go and like actually study Islam and you fall in love with it. And so Mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like our ummah like right now, I think it's it's pretty good. I think, yeah, I agree because like we have, we're now like there's apps that like spread Islam. Like Islam, the ummah is like, the biggest it's ever been you know like islam is spreading like crazy like compared to before exactly. you know so i think and, if anything and I, like right yeah. yeah that gives me hope for the future but go ahead Aya. and like when i talk to my grandma from morocco i know so much about islam than my grandma alhamdulillah and it's sad mm. but even you i feel like you guys if you talk to your grandparents you guys probably know some things more than them i don't know it's just like they weren't tall better I feel like because also we have so much technology. Okay, we have to understand that like our generation right now, it's the most technology. We have so much technology that to use. We have, yeah, advanced technology. We also have, we can travel. We can do all these things. Our families back in the day didn't have all of those. They didn't have the resources. It's just when someone tells them something, they just believe it and go instantly with it. I kid you not, like. And we talked about the difference between a culture versus Islam and how like families be saying one thing when in reality, like if you search it up Islamically, like if you ask a sheikh, you would find that, you know, it's not the correct way. Yeah. For example, a lot of people are hijabis because of culture. You know that? And like the Arab word, most Mm. women Mm -hmm. are hijabi because of their culture. Because if you don't wear a hijab, then you know you're bad and you're all of these and like they're forced yeah. i'm so proud to live in the you know i'm so proud that i don't live in a middle eastern straight middle eastern state compared to like america because america there is so much diversity so you don't feel like if if you live in a middle eastern country 
everybody wears a hijab, everybody this, this, everybody this, that. So you have to fit into those to be able to consider like one of them. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But like yeah. in America, it's like you have the choice of wearing it and not wearing it and wearing it at your own pace. Alhamdulillah. Like alhamdulillah until this day that I do. Because if I was living back in Libya, I would have worn the hijab. Every time I go to vacation in Libya, I still have to wear a hijab, even though I'm mm. not, not a hijabi. That's me lying to them, basically saying, oh, I'm a hijabi, but then go to America and like, I'm a not hijabi, you know, yeah. I wear the hijab. But. Yeah. It's more See, like, like I, I've never, go ahead, wait, um, I was going to say, no, like, I've, never, <laughs> I've never lived like in a Muslim country because I was born in Jordan, but I only lived there for like the first five years of my life. And then we moved to Canada. So like, I've always been surrounded or like, yeah, I've always been surrounded by a majority non-Muslims around me. So I think like, even with that, I still like, was able to sift through and like, like filter out who the people that would bring me closer to my religion were. And like, again, I think hijab helped so much with that. And like, I actually have a story. So I was, um, me and my friend, when I, before we started high school, we were going to wear the hijab on the same day, the summer before high school. And I like that morning woke up and I went out with the hijab. That was my first time wearing it. And my friend, uh, I didn't even realize like hours later, she texted me and she was like, Lema, actually, I don't think I can wear it. Like, I'm just not ready. And so she ended up not wearing it. And she actually officially started wearing it last year. SubhanAllah. So everyone truly is on their own journey. <laughs> Lema, I have to show her the hijab. Oh, I guess, I guess now I have to. I have to keep yeah. it. <laughs> I'm glad you kept it though. Yeah, like even when I saw her text, there was like a slight hesitation in me. I was like, dang, like did I make the right decision to wear it? And then like, you know, subhanAllah, then I ended up like, I ended up like just wearing it and it was fine. But I just think it's crazy. Like truly, it's like you were saying, it's a gift from Allah. And like, if it comes down, just take it and wear it. Yeah. Do you guys fear removing your hijab? What do you mean removing your hijab? Like at one point in your life, you feel so down that like you will just take it off. Yeah. I don't think so. For now, wallahi, I mean, I haven't, I haven't accomplished a year wearing a hijab, okay? There's people who are wearing it mm-hmm. for so many years, and I cannot speak for them. I'm just speaking, like, right now, if I ch- chose the, to wear the hijab after many years of not wearing it, I think I, I'm not going to take it off. Yeah. For me, it's like, I think I've, I'm at a place, alhamdulillah, right now where I feel like I'm very content with it, and, like, I truly can't see myself not wearing it. Um but like if you had asked me this before, like maybe there would have been some slight hesitation. Inshallah, I stay on this path and like this mindset because, you know, in the future, honestly, who knows? Like our iman fluctuates so much. Allah chooses um, who he wants. Like you have to understand yeah. that like at any time, Allah can just snap up his fingers. Like you're not going to be like the perfect Muslim or like you're not going to be with your iman anymore. So mm-hmm. the more that you show Allah that you have been in that right path, the more you're going to keep your mouth strong regarding wearing the hijab. It's not just the hijab. It's just you're a man, period. Yeah. What about you, Aya? I fear. I fear remove. I fear the day that I have to remove it. If, for example, the U.S. becomes just like the European countries where it's like fitna, you know, when it becomes fitna, being a hijabi will become like way harder than it is now. Like every person will look at you differently. Every person will say something to you. Every person you like every small activity you're going to do, you're going to hear something. Then I mean, you're like, oh, 
you know like it's just gonna be too much so i i fear fitness mm-hmm. i feel like there's so much say. controversy regarding we even talked about that in the episode with dia um on how there's so many hijabis who took off their hijab and by the way there's multiple reasons to this and it, you know we shouldn't judge anybody but so many t- people take off their hijab because they felt like they can't represent themselves as muslims because they, they, they don't feel like they're doing the job of a Muslim. They don't feel like they're keeping the iman strong. They don't feel like, you know, they aren't praying. They aren't doing these things. So they're like, I can't put a hijab and let people look at me as of a perfect Muslim. Again, because of the image that we've created regarding this. Um, mm-hmm. So they take off their hijab. And there is so many Arab moms. Like, it's not specifically like the young, the, the modern world. The modern world is more understanding regarding this topic. But there's so many moms who just look at a woman and when she takes off the hijab, she's going to be like, oh, like she lost her iman. She's going to go for the worst. She's not going to be better. Like, how, like, how do you, what do you guys think about that? I think I've seen, I mean, see, like, I've seen, yeah. I think I've seen many aunts do this kind of thing when yeah. I see someone who's not, who doesn't wear, who is not wearing a hijab anymore, or she wears a hijab, but she shows a little something something they just go oh like she completely lost her faith i'm like i just think yeah that that mindset is so problematic though because like for example i do have friends that have taken off the hijab and like you know there are point there are points where like i'll be like oh yeah mama by the way this person took off the hijab and then she'll be like oh like what do you want with them like they're probably going to be a bad influence like go hang out with like other this person instead and it's like that mindset is so problematic because if let's say this person took off the hijab and they're struggling with their email and everyone around them that is, you know, quote unquote, a good Muslim leaves them, then there's no way they're going to come back, you know, like, why isolate them when instead we should be like guiding them and helping them and being like, you know, I'm here for you. Like, maybe, maybe I don't support your decision, but I also I still support you and I want you to come back to the to the religion but and on the right. You path. know what I hate? You know what I hate is like, OK, but like your mom going to be OK with you hanging out with a person that doesn't wear the hijab, but she will not be OK with a person that removes their hijab. How is that different, though? Mm-hmm. Every single out of mom that I've met has that type of intuition and this type of response. I also agree with Nema. Like I have situations where my mom was like, you need to kind of distance yourself. You shouldn't get associated with this. And I'm like, mom, like, I know yeah. who to be friends with and who not to be friends with regarding if they wear the hijab yeah. or not. Some people, it's hard for them to keep the hijab, you know. And I have, in our community, me and Khayda, all our friends removed their hijab, subhanAllah. And, and subhanAllah. I was like, okay, like, they distanced themselves from us. Mm-hmm. They stopped yeah. talking to us before removing their hijab. So even when I had the conversation with one of my friends and it was another friend that wanted to talk to her, you know, and like we just asked her, like, what is different right now? She's like, oh, all the white people are friends with me. Oh, we, I can go to places and nobody judges me. People love me now. And I'm like, do you care about those people's love? Well, that or do you care about the love of Allah? <laughs> I yeah. literally mentioned, like, would you, why would you want to? Like, if you're using that taking off the hijab as an excuse to go do stuff that is not even Islamic, like, you know, then you're not taking the hijab for the right reasons. It's just you wanting to have fun and mm-hmm. have parties. Like, it does not make, like, it does not a good reason to take off the hijab. You have to also understand that you have to have specific reasons on why you want to take off the hijab because putting it on is a struggle, but taking it off and having people adapt to you one more time with you with, without the hijab, 
it's such a, like another place especially if you're surrounded by many muslims you know it's going to be like much criticism and stuff and i yeah like i'm not joking with you the muslim community in our state like yeah i still have so much respect for them even though we don't talk anymore but of like course. but like when i saw so many people take off their hijabs i literally just stood there and i was like looking um looking at my social media you know and i was like damn so me and aya are the only two who actually wear the hijab like i have not heard of anybody else except me and aya like me and aya are the first ones and you know like mm-hmm. that's why i don't let didn't say somebody inspired me because imagine of those friends that i had for the five years that like, i lived in wisconsin inspired me to wear the hijab and then remove it what was i gonna think i was gonna think oh they removed it let me remove it too you know yeah yeah exactly that's why you never put a person on a pedestal exactly thank you perfectly mm-hmm. said <laughs> even us like hijabis we still have that mindset like you know there's no such thing as a perfect hijabi there is no such thing Period. as a perfect muslim even if you're not mm-hmm. hijabi people cut some slack because you're not even hijabi but like you have to understand like we all trying to perfect our iman with the hijab with not just like what Dia said, hijab is mandatory. That's why we mm-hmm. wore it because it's something we. That's like our bare minimum to do. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And like everything else is literally our job to perfect it. Uh, we don't care about what people do, and we care about what people say. You have to make sure that you're the person who's changing yourself, cleansing yourself, making sure you're stick with your dean. Because yeah, mm-hmm. like it's very hard to wear hijab. Hijab is just a step to make you a perfect Muslim. You know, it's just one step, like wearing the hijab and then you start like, stop talking bad about people, stop bringing people, you know, when you're talking and stuff. It's just like, there's so many things about Islam that we shouldn't do, that we still do with the hijab or without. Oh, I was going to talk about guys. Do you guys think guys are not attracted to you anymore because of your hijab? (gasps) That's such such a good good topic. That is such a good topic. Yo, I am really about the hot table to this. <laughs> Wait, who wants to answer this first? Go ahead. Okay, I can go first. So I definitely think that it attracts the right guys. And by that, I mean, like, if there's a guy that isn't going to think, oh, she's hijabi, she's probably, like, boring and, like, but then I don't want to, you know? Like, it attracts the guys that are, like, on, they have that iman, they, they they know what they want in a wife, and they want someone that's religious, so I think it attracts the right guys, of course, there's going to be days where you think, oh, like, I'm so ugly, like, no guy would ever look at me when there's literally girls walking around in, like, bikinis with their hair out, but at the end of the day, like, that's the whole point, is, like, we are, sh- we get to decide who sees our beauty, and if a guy understands the purpose of the hijab, and he finds it beautiful, then, like, that's the kind of guy that I want to be attracted to me, not this, you know what I mean? Like, not yeah. the boys of the world. Yeah. Go ahead, Aya. You know, for me, for Muslim guys, yes, you only attract the good ones, alhamdulillah. And that's what you want. That's how you want to raise your kids with a guy that, like, has respect for women and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I think it attracts the perfect guys. Not mm-hmm. perfect, but, like, good guys. But, yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. one other thing that the the people other than um, African-Americans right now, they be hyping me up. And I was just like, yeah. I love you guys. Like, you have That's my heart. True. And when they say, Salaam Alaikum in Africa, I'm like, yeah. 
like my heart here happen, you know. It's just like African-Americans have been super nice to me. Alhamdulillah. I'm just like, can I kiss all of y'all? But I think yeah. that's how up. <laughs> A little hug, hug. Right? Like, they're really nice. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Very much, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Reda? Okay, so <laughs> regarding the beauty part, I think that's one of the things that that almost stopped me to wearing a hijab again it's not i'm doing it for a man but i was like yeah, yeah, yeah. like there is in my state there is not that many muslim men to begin with and mm-hmm. most of them are just like attracted to girls who are not wearing hijabi so how am i gonna even get a man if i'm wearing the hijab like i thought about that and i was like if two plus two is four and five plus seven is what what is this you know but like honestly personally like i'm so 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 glad that i wore the hijab because now i have standards of what i want in a man instead of just going like oh i want a guy who's this and this and that like when a man likes you for your you covering up in the way you dress and respects that 100 out of 10 like i i would literally i'm like yes like i keep going oh my god did you guys hear about this guys go and ask girls oh if we we, okay when they before they get married or before they even start like getting serious he goes and asks the girl to see her hair (gasps) would you do that oh my god like okay like there is so much topics on regarding tiktok with with that like i've heard many people who are many men who ask women who are in hijabis to for their hair picks listen you want to marry the person of who they are for their what's the hair gonna do what is the hair beneficial for yeah, i was just exactly. i just don't get it like you really that desperate to see my own hair you already see you already see who i am up and down like what's the hair gonna do you're gonna see it when we're married like that's all like but it's a you, surprise if you choose to marry someone, if you choose to be with someone, that shouldn't even be a question to be asked. There is so many questions regarding marriage that you should you should ask your husband to, but not one of them or your wife too, and not just like what's your hair like. Send mm-hmm. them a picture with the yeah. filter, the Snapchat filter, the bulb. Yeah, I'm like that's what yeah. <laughs> I'm bald actually surprised. <laughs> oh what do you think, Lemo? because uh, I don't think you've answered that question. Yeah. Okay, Even definitely if you're close to marriage. I have heard about that actually, Reda. I heard that like, um, I don't know Islamically if it's allowed or if it's a cultural thing, but apparently if you're about to get married, I don't know if it's right before the Kasbik Tab or after, or no. Yeah, but apparently you can, I you think, can see your hair. I think in the khutuba, when he comes, he can, he can get like yeah. one look. Yeah, but even though technically you're not Islamically married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I even live so I'm like. That this feels wrong but I'm like if yeah again I agree with what you were saying like there's you already know how my face looks you should know my personality by then like you have all these other things like that should be the last thing on your mind and like if you really really want to make sure oh she's not bald like just have your like sister or your mom look at her (laughs) like you don't need to you don't need to go down the I feel really? like men really overthink when we say we're bald. They're gonna be like, "Oh my god, they're actually bald. no!" Like, <laughs> like how many bald women well, have you met? I guess I'm a lie too, y'all. No, but honestly, I feel like for me, if I marry a man, I, the the concern for me is if they have a good haircut or not. I wouldn't be worried about myself. I'm like, dog, you should be worried about me. You should worry about your. Yeah, own. especially if you're bald, then you should be worrying about yourself, homie. Homie, but you got nothing to worry about me. You just focus on yourself. 
<laughs> Especially the Arab guys that get bald at like age 30 or 29. I'm like, <laughs> and you're over here asking a girl if she's. And you're here asking the girl if she has hair under her hijab. Yo, can I see a little hair? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm it definitely on the really same page. <laughs> wow. I love this podcast. Yeah, it was no, really we nice. Love you. <laughs> and I really hope we can have you um, soon enough in our upcoming episodes. I feel like you have like great, like great things you want to uh, put on the mm. table today. Your Thank question you. today was such a surprise to that me. Like, I, should have even, I should have even put that on my list now. because of this. Yeah, and I'm so excited for you. And I'm happy that you went with your, it was a dream and now it's a goal. And you like really went with it. You were telling me you wanted to start a podcast. And now you texted me, you want to be in my podcast? I got so excited. I am, <laughs> I am so thankful for both of you ladies to be on my journey regarding this podcast. Like, y'all don't understand i'm so happy that this is happening and i'm so happy to have two pe- people that i love and i appreciate and i've heard you guys' different stories and the fact that you guys are able to share them with me and to the people who are listening that what oh, more can i ask you for? have me blushing yeah what more can i ask for like i i'm seriously so happy that you even joined because i didn't even know your story and we literally like we don't even lift that far i mean now that you're calling but before we didn't even left that far away yeah. I heard you're a hijabi. I was like, okay. And then, and then okay, I'm a hijabi too. Uh, what happened? But, um, subhanallah, yeah. yeah subhanallah. But thank you so much, Aya, for coming into our podcast today. Inshallah, we have you soon enough for our upcoming episodes. Is there any last thing you want to say to our listeners? Add me on Instagram. No, <laughs> yeah, plug your Insta. Yo, we plug your Instagram. I got okay, you. Okay, period. A-Y-A. And then R A B B A A. Okay, perfect. I'll put it. You out. just go to Raida. Go to Raida's and you'll find me there. <laughs> um, and Lemma, anything else you want to say regarding? Yeah, all I just want to say, I this. It was so nice hearing your journey, and it's really. It's nice hearing different perspectives because we all have, you know, our different perspectives on how we got to this point. And it was awesome having you as a guest. And everyone, stay tuned. Follow our podcast, our our Instagram, everything. Inshallah. And we're really excited about this. Thank you so much, you guys, again, for taking a chance to listen to our newly podcast, Muslim Girl in America. If you guys liked what you heard, then please follow us on Spotify, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We also have a website to keep in touch with all of those so you can stay up to date and notified when we post a new episode. And again, thank you for listening. <laughs>